0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode number three of Personal Growth Fridays. Um, it's been really exciting over the last two weeks. The, the first one was obviously a, a very brief introduction as to my, my sorry life and, and why I'm here. Um, last week we had our first guest which was the one and only Becky Wex. Really awesome point of view about aiming for progression and not perfection um, it was nice to have someone else on there as well, so you don't happen to listen to my nasally voice the whole entire time. Um, which is why I'm actually just diving straight in today with guest number dos, which is the one and only <coughs> Shelly Lavery. Shelley, who are you?
1: well, I am Shelley. Hello, Max. Thank you for having me on. Also fairly nasally. I don't know if this is an Essex trait, so I'm not sure I'm helping you out <laughs> with that, to be honest with you. Um who am I? Um I as it stands right now, I'm um, I'm one of the co-founders of Jiminy, um, conversation intelligence platform. We help people, sales leaders, teams, coach, and develop. Um, i'm a mother i have three wonderful children and um, i'm a bit of a peloton addict to be fair um so well, actually depends depending on the month i can i in fairness can have phases but at the moment <laughs> i'm a peloton addict um i'm many many things um this week i've been a trainer i've been supporting um i i help her and a private equity firm called tensing and I'm um, their sales specialist, so I go in and I help their portfolio companies with their sales plans and their sales their sales teams development. And this week, I've been supporting Tenzing with the expansion of their team, so I've been doing some training. So this week, I've been a trainer. So who knows? Depends on the week, but I am one of those things usually.
0: Uh, you forgot a big one as well. You're you're a coach. You're you're. <laughs> Yeah, got, <laughs> you kind of forgot that bit. Um, and pardon my French, but you're, you're a fucking good coach as well.
1: Oh, thank uh, you.
0: <laughs> so obviously, normally I, I, I ask the, the the guest of honour, per se, to, to introduce kind of how we know each other. Um, I'll give a bit of a, a slight overview before I let you, you know, obviously take the limelight. Um, so when I first joined Jiminy, I kind of touched on this last week. I didn't really understand the idea of a coach. Um, Obviously, I didn't tell you during the interview process this (laughs) because (laughs) I wouldn't have a job if I did that. Uh, (laughs) So so instead, I kept that quiet and acted like I knew it all. Um, But if I'm honest, I had no idea quite what a coach was. Um, Didn't really understand or even necessarily believe too much in self-coaching. As I say, definitely didn't tell you this. Um, But when we first... So when we joined... You were kind of the first experience I had of a coach. Now, over the, the space of the, the 13 months, I've, I've had to, been lucky enough to have quite a few good coaches, not even just coaches with, you know, Becky, Tom, all the different people. Um, but you were numero uno. So really what I like to understand is where did your coaching journey start? Because obviously we spoke to Becky last week who actually said you. So I'm kind of just slowly working back. My aim is if I keep doing this, I will eventually find the very original coach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've got to get like 50 episodes in and I'm going to find... You know, Gandhi or someone like that. Um,
1: <laughs> you might need a few more episodes, Max. Um, to find to get to Gandhi. Although we're never more than six people removed, so maybe it maybe it's uh, maybe it won't take that long.
0: Well what's the saying? Oh, I, you're always you're within six links away from six Kevin Bacon. Links of P-
1: oh, Kevin Bacon. Oh really? Yeah,
0: apparently everyone's like six links away from Kevin Bacon. So <laughs> I'm hoping it's about ten before I meet Gandhi. But
1: <laughs> I think you're right. I'm reflecting on why I didn't use the word coach in my what am I, who am I, um, spiel. Mm -hmm. Um, I have leadership coach on my LinkedIn title. Um, (laughs) I often introduce myself to people to say I'm there to help coach and develop, but I didn't use that as a label on my, on my description, which is interesting. Um, and in a very coach-like way something i'll i'll go away and i'll i'll reflect on and it might it might be to do with this story i don't i never thought one day i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna be a coach <laughs> but i do remember waking up one day and it was a very specific moment thinking i need to change the way that i lead people yeah um and it's because i got myself in a real pickle I was was leading um, a group of very talented, wonderful people in a health club in West London at the time that this pickle occurred. Um, And I was the operations director and I was all over this this club, right? I was in there first thing in the morning, Mm last thing at night right i was i was over every sop our standard operating procedures i was checking in on everyone because i wanted to, i wanted to be the hero really i wanted to be there to support them and, and make sure nothing would go wrong so i was also a bit of a control freak yeah and it was i was six months into this job and i took i took a long weekend off my first break and I was in a tent at, in a, at a festival in the uk on one saturday night pissing it down with rain
0: Big question. and what i got festival? a phone call
1: from the club and there was a mad panic at the club because there was this huge leak in the pool it was all going wrong um i could barely detect what was happening because the signal was so bad but all i can remember is they were completely panicked they didn't know what to do or how to deal with it and i could do nothing to help them because i was just so far removed from it mm-hmm. And what that lesson taught me was I had instilled no confidence or faith in any one of those people there on that particular occasion to problem solve, to deal with issues and crisis when they come up. And that was because of me, right? That was because of how I showed up every day, you know, not on their case. I, I wouldn't describe it like that, but they're, they're, they're behind them every step of the way on making sure everything was okay. Um, and that sent a really clear message to them, which was we need Shelley. I need Shelley around, um, and therefore their their um, their ability to to deal with things when I wasn't there was was not great, and I I've, I really struggled um, with with that situation. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then so so the idea of this when the question when did your coaching journey started? It started that Monday after I got back, because I remember thinking right. I will not do that. I will change my leadership style. I will help people problem solve, figure things out for themselves. I will help people, you know, be the best version of themselves through how they show up every day. Um, and I will just get out of their bloody way.
0: It's, it's interesting, though, you say all this, because I, I, I think there must be a step before that, because when you tell the st- obviously the really interesting story about how they kind of panicked, you know, and all come to you squirming sort of thing. Now, I, I, I think, I, I, and I'll be honest, I'm even speaking for myself, like looking back at it, I, I think 99% of the world would think, oh, my team are fucking idiots, you know, like they're, it's their fault, they've made the mistake, you know, like and it, the, why, why, why have they done something wrong? But you, you instantly turned it and thought, what have I done that have led them to, you know, not being able to deal with it on their own? which I think I think that's such a huge mindset change to have to be able to you know I, I run these self coaching sessions and one of the, my first points is about taking accountability for everything and that it's, it's always you but it's, it's really interesting that like like how did you learn to take that accountability to really in that especially in that scenario like that you could easily just been like this team of wank you know like they're, they're idiots making mistakes like I, I and I think if we're being brutally honest, you know, everyone knows sales is the most cutthroat environment in the world. Um, and I think a lot of other people are thinking, right, my team is shit. I need new teammates in. Um,
1: and you might be right. I mean, um, I started the story with the truth, which was, they were a brilliantly talented, wonderful group of people. Yeah. Um, I, you know, my, my starting point with my relationships with people is always curious to learn about them you know belief that they've they've got something to to I've got something to learn from them that they've got an experience that would be interesting to learn about and that they're really talented um and granted everyone's good at different things and we've got our mm-hmm. got what we're really good at and we've got our gaps but there wasn't a moment in this in that particular journey or beyond that where I've I've ever ever thought these people are sh- that's just not my mentality yeah Um, So I can't think about it from that point of view. And and maybe this is just in my DNA. Mm -hmm. My DNA was that went wrong. What can I do? Mm -hmm. What's in my control? Um, One of my favorite coaching questions, self-coaching questions for leaders out there, actually, I only learned it a few months ago, is what do you dislike in your team? How do you fix it in you? Right? What do you dislike in your team and how do you fix it in you? So if you think about that particular scenario, which I didn't know that coaching question at the time. But what did I dislike about that team at that time, in that moment, that they couldn't figure out what to do, right? Confidence yeah. flawed and they were in a pickle, right? And um what how did I fix that in me? I needed to stop being being the person saving every you know behind every decision in that business making them think that they couldn't make decisions so that's how i needed to fix it i need to fix it in myself So it's a really powerful coaching question for anyone out there that's finding issues within their team is to to look at where it may well start and it may well start right within ourselves and how we're showing up as leaders
0: yeah i I think that's absolutely huge as you say it is you can't control any external factors you know, within reason, you can help guide things, but you you never can completely control. But you can 100%, 100% control what you do, the actions that you take, the things that you say and, and your next move. So I think that's a, a huge mindset to have of A, taking the accountability of like, right, you know, what can I do to resolve this situation? And uh, you know, what, it's funny. So I said last week about I have post-it notes on my, on my wall there's there's four at the moment one is my objectives for the quarter like i'm sure we've all got and the other three are three different like sayings that kind of help me keep myself going mentally and you know and, and physically and one of them is actually one that you you told me when we was on one of your sales impact academy um courses which is uh, grow do you remember saying that a gray model yeah love that i don't it's it's it, I like things that I've got to sound really stupid here. I like things that are simple. I like things that kind of keep me grounded and keep me in check with what is really going on. So, for anyone listening here now, GROW, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Shelley, but GROW stands for so G is goal. What do you want to achieve? R is reality. So, where are you now? What is your current starting point? O is for options. So what can, you know, what can you actually do? And W, isn't it what next? So what are you actually going yeah, to do? Yeah, what way
1: forward, what next will any one of those work?
0: Yeah, and, and for me personally, the one, the, the, the two there that really hit home with me are the R and the O, the reality and the options. Because I think this is where the, I found myself falling behind for so long is that I was so focused on the goal that and I was trying to come up with all these, you know, quick fixes and all these, you know, different areas that is just going to get me there immediately. But I wasn't actually looking into where my reality is, you know, what am I actually doing right now? And what are my options? You know, in an ideal world, we'd have this, you know, dream scenario where everything goes perfectly. That might not actually be what your options are, though.
1: It's interesting, actually, I remember you telling me that you was using the, the grow model. So, um, we teach it in the Sales Impact Academy course. Um, Sales Impact Academy, absolutely wonderful business out yeah, there, 100%. making training accessible for teams um, in a way that's never been possible before. Mm. And I'm a I'm a I'm a tutor for Sales Impact Academy. We do a sort of foundation level coaching course, and my um, my wonderful co-tutor Gavin Sumner teaches the Grow model, um, and and we're we're teaching it in the light of you know, use this tool to have really great coaching conversations with your people, Mm -hmm. right? There's a wonderful set of questions and you can Google them and find them, but there's a wonderful set set of questions within each of the G-R-O-W sort of quadrant and they'll help you um, create movement. That's what we talk about, create movement for somebody. But you were the person that listened to that that course and told me that you was using it on yourself, mm. right? that you'd, you'd taken the grow model and you'd put it up on your wall and you used it to get yourself forward out of problems or to find solutions or whatever it is mm-hmm. to move yourself forward. And I thought that was incredibly smart. Um, it's a fantastic self self coaching tool. Um, and actually leads me into a sort of a theme that's been a, that's been around for me this week, which is about feedback. And I think we often think about feedback as something that we give to others,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but actually, in this whole concept of personal growth, feedback that we give ourselves is 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 crucial. And that grow model is 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 part of that sort of that feedback loop. Um, it allows you that space and time to be able to sit down, you know, analyze where we're at, what, why we're at where we're at. Um, really, just listen to yourself. Mm. Yeah. Um, would you say that if you reflect on your last year, um, Max, how different are you? How how has that that ability to, to listen to yourself, your your own thoughts, changed?
0: It's interesting because as I say when I first joined I'm always honest about this. I, I didn't I didn't really know what it all was and what you know how it would affect people. It, and I've always just assumed it would just be purely work. you know like I, I assume you know if someone in your you know when your managers at work is trying to teach you something it's so that you can perform better in that job. Um, but I, I, for me that the grow in particular it has helped me in my personal life more than anything. Um, and obviously that will overflow into work, you know, like you know, they will all tie together. But I, I kind of look where I was a year ago and I, and I look at myself now and he's barely recognisable. Um, it's almost funny. And, and funny, I, I you know, I put these on my Instagram story about my podcast and all things like that. And I have people listen to it and say like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, because these are people who I haven't seen in a year. And... They all say, like, it, it's not even something like the way you talk and the, the, the enthusiasm with things. I think being grounded and knowing where your reality is and being able to actually understand where your options are, it removes removes the, the haze of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that's where a lot of people struggle is that they see this cloud and they get stuck in this, you know, this grey cloud um, and they don't quite know what to do next but I feel like having that reality in the options for me at least has helped clear the clouds. And I, you know, I sound cheesy here, you know, like in um, wizard of Oz, she sees the two paths. Yes. It And that's what it's like for me now is that I, I feel like having that reality sets me, you know, right. I'm in Oz, you know, like that's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then my, my options are right. Do I want a yellow brick road there or go down there? You know? And, and I think, as I say, it's, it, it's obviously helped me work wise. And I feel more at ease with myself as an employee and as a member of staff but the biggest thing is I, I feel more at ease with myself as a person
1: and I can see that I can <laughs> feel that um in conversation with mm. you right and again that's that's massive right because if we are going to grow there is um being able to work closely with others, listen to others, absorb others' views and mm-hmm. opinions um, and take from those those what we need to to grow is critical. Mm-hmm. And I do think it starts with exactly how you've described. I think it, it starts with being able to listen to ourselves. You know, we're with ourselves 100% of the time.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately. There
1: is about 60,000 or more thoughts going through our mind <laughs> every single day. That's dangerous and those for you. thoughts... It was dangerous, right? Yeah. Those thoughts can be useful um, or not. And that's our choice. And I think if we can get really good at being a good coach for ourselves, um, it really opens up the world to us. It really does. Um, and it certainly opens up taking on board feedback and advice mm-hmm. and support from others easier. Have you found that?
0: Yeah, oh, 100%. You know, is it, um, I was speaking with, with Becky recently. I am renowned for having a short temper. Um, you ask, <laughs> as you can imagine, I ask any friends, family. I've got a short fuse, and I, I describe it as a knee jerk reaction. So when someone says something to me, my natural reaction is a knee jerk. So I kick. You know, instead of kind of absorbing it and trying to think about things, you know, you know, you tap that awkward part of your knee, and your your leg naturally flicks out. Um, that's how I, I I've seen things. So I, but since seeing things and trying to think right, okay, so what is the reality now, and what are my options? You know, and what what can I do next? I've found it's helped me process things more, instead of just reacting. You know. I, yeah, I, and
1: I think that's really common, and it'll probably be really common for a lot of people um, listening max because because we're emotional right yeah you know you're you you hear something and you don't want to hear it necessarily and someone's trying to give you some some feedback on something Funny enough we've we've been talking about this a little this week you know you're you're it's not unusual to just to knee jerk like you say to get to react and Mm to you know shout it down pretend it's not happening become defensive whatever your kind of Mm go-to response might be
0: yeah
1: um and so what we do is we focus on the what, what we've just heard, instead of just being able to remain composed and think about why, why someone has chosen to share this with us, right? Why has somebody chosen to share this information with you? Yeah. Most likely to inspire some kind of change for, yeah. for good. Definitely. You know, whether it's within the relationship, whether it's just for you, whatever it might be. And I, I caught myself remembering this this week that, when somebody shares some feedback with you, um, it's often as hard for that. It's often as hard for that person to have shared that for, for you to hear as it is for you to hear.
0: Yeah, 100%. right. They probably
1: spent minutes, hours, days, maybe even weeks, plucking up the courage to say something to you. And it's really important for us to remember that that person did it because they really care, um, and that really helps level out that emotional response. Um, remember the why someone's doing it remain take that core head use whatever model question whatever it is in your mindset that makes you just take a deep breath and go right how can i lean into this conversation because it's worth it yeah the person in front of me thought it was so it must be let's up let's under, let's uncover this let's let's lead into this with curiosity
0: it's almost like respecting them as well like if they've gone to the effort of thinking of this and thinking of how they're going to put it towards you, you know, and, and taking into your, taking into consideration your feelings and how you'll react, I, I think it's almost that like respect, that like listen to them and try and, try and at least understand a bit where they're coming from, because yes. that's the thing with feedback, like, it's, it's natural, we, as you say, we see our side, you know, obviously we think we're right, but it is, you know, they've gone to effort for this, they've thought about this, they've, you know, reworded it a hundred times in their heads
1: absolutely give, yeah, yeah
0: given the five minutes go and take the 10 minutes to think about it and then spend 15 minutes talking about it together
1: yeah i like that max
0: um right we have absolutely derailed this as i, I fully well knew we would <laughs> Did we derail? i don't even know no, no, and like, people listening probably
1: won't know right
0: no yeah i mean yeah this went exactly as i planned um <laughs> <laughs> so i, I know we've spoke a lot about uh, feedback has obviously been a, a big you know theme of discussion today um i i try and like to leave it with like a, a summary point so how would you describe this if you were to, and to write this down in a pgf about feedback how would you kind of summarize it and bring it all together
1: how would i summarize what this conversation
0: yeah and your kind of no sorry ideas about feedback and and how important it is to give and receive feedback in a in a certain way
1: okay i understood what you're saying sorry um Feedback um, to us, start with giving feedback to ourselves is critical. Mm-hmm. Start listening to ourselves is critical in a really kind way and a really useful way. You know, think about asking ourselves really good questions. And I think if we do that, I think it opens ourselves up to the feedback from others. And to remember, it's that classic line, feedback is a gift. Yeah, Because in there is is something that we can learn from to grow on this personal growth journey that we're we're talking about here, um, and that someone else has plucked up the courage and cares enough about you to make that to make that move to lean into the harder path, yeah. And let's care enough about ourselves to lean in with them.
0: Love that. I love that. Feedback is a gift. I think that's a great line. That's a that's a really nice way Have of looking. Have you look not it. heard of that one before? No, I haven't. No, that's that's a, a gift. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it's not mine. <laughs>
0: uh, Shelly Shelly Lavery quote it right now <laughs> um perfect well Shelly, thank you very much um my
1: absolute pleasure thank you for thank you time. for having me
0: on don't be silly um the pleasure has been all mine um absolutely amazing to speak to you as I say you've been a massive part of my my coaching life and my life in general um so massive thank you for everything you've done um and yeah I'm sure we will catch up soon I'm sure you'll end up becoming like a monthly guest where we just chat bollocks for a good (laughs) half an hour
1: that would be my honor (laughs) amazing well thank you
0: very much um and thank you everyone else for listening in and staying with us i hope what Shelley's said and and has really just enlightened us on on how useful and crucial feedback is seeing it as a gift and seeing it as an opportunity to grow instead of taking it as a almost like a, a personal attack is a, a phenomenal mindset to have. No matter where you are in your career, in your life, if you can have this mindset, you know you're you're set for life when it comes to feedback. Um so thank you all very much and I will see you all on next week's episode. Goodbye everyone. Bye Shelley.
1: Bye bye.